Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Fit and Lit podcast. I am your host, Bridget Koenig, and I have a ton of things to talk about today. It has been a week. A crazy week, and I blame the moon because apparently it's supposed to be a full moon this weekend, and someone told me today that there's actually supposed to be an eclipse and I didn't look it up before this and I meant to so let's see if there is one full moon eclipse 2023 October 28th partial eclipse I have my ghost warning okay it's so weird I know you probably can't it like if you're listening to this and not watching on YouTube which you should be watching on YouTube just because it's it's more entertaining but if you're just listening I'm wearing headphones and they have like a noise canceling but like I can hear things and I can hear like little sounds in this. So like there's a dog barking outside, but with my headphones off, I can't hear it, but it's like magnified in the headphones. So like, like this noise, it's like really loud in my headphones. I don't, you probably, it's probably not even picking this noise up on the microphone. When I listen back, I'll see. Okay. Anyway, so there is a solar, solar, holy cannoli, what a week. Okay. There's a lunar eclipse on the 28th, which is apparently tonight. Oh my gosh. Today is Thursday, September 28th. There's a lunar eclipse tonight. And I blame all the weird stuff that has just been happening. My kids woke up at 3 a.m. this morning and did not go back to sleep. They were up playing building forts, playing with Legos, doing all the crazy things, which is why I am drinking this ghost energy drink right now, because I am running on like two hours of sleep. So I'm actually going to take another drink of this right now. This is my favorite flavor. I love anything blue raspberry, especially Sour Patch Kids. If you didn't know, Sour Patch Kids are vegan. They don't have um, the gelatin that a lot of like gummy candies do so if you want to limit your animal intake which if you didn't know gelatin is like ground up boiled down bones so it's not even vegetarian which is crazy to think about because gummy worms gummy bears jello is not even vegetarian it's like got animal like animal in it it's crazy in case you didn't know but okay so wow it has been a week it's been weird at the studio our classes have been not filling up which is very rare we've had a lot of late cancels like more than normal and 
I'm trying my best not to like take it personally because as a business owner, that's kind of scary when people are dropping, but everyone, like people that came to class this morning were like dead. Like I was talking to them and they were just like, kind of like, like not talking back, (laughs) being like very sore. Um, You can tell like the energy level of the room was just down this morning um, when the kids went to school, my son forgot his lunch. So I had to go back. Then the teacher said he didn't get his lunch from the office, but then she said he did. (laughs) It was just like a lot of weird things. My landlord for the studio came in and she was wearing this sweater and it had like these kind of like cat and pumpkin prints on it. And I had never seen this print before. When I opened my phone, the first thing on Facebook was that shirt that she was wearing. And it freaked me out. It was so random. Like, it's not my style at all. I have never seen that print before. And it, like, quite literally freaked me out. And then she came in to tell me about, like, they have to spray the, this is like a hundred-year-old building. And there's, like, termites in the wall up front. And it's a historical building. So I'm like, you guys need to get in here and, like, catch this like right away you know like you don't want this whole building this historic building to be eaten like you know so she came in to ask me like hey did you get the email um that the termite people are going to come in I was like yeah they're coming in on Friday um I already emailed them back which would have been tomorrow we have a yoga class at the time like right before the time that the termite people came and I and I messaged the instructor and I let her know like, Hey, these termite people are going to be here. Like they should be done before your class, but just a heads up. I put it in my calendar that it's on Friday, all this stuff. As soon as I opened up my computer, it opened up straight to that email, which was weird because I read the email on my phone, not on my computer. But when I opened up my computer, it was already open to that email that said that they're coming to do the termites on Tuesday, like two weeks from now, not, not even on a Friday, on a Tuesday, that's in October. And I was like, totally thrown off. Like I was like, so confused. And now I'm like wondering, is there something that's going on tomorrow that I thought was, that's, I thought was the termites, but it's like for something else. Anyway, it was like a total like Mandela effect. (laughs) Um, So when I went home, I was like looking up YouTube videos on Mandela effect because once you get started on that, it's like a whole like, what do you call it? Wormhole, not wormhole, rabbit hole. (laughs) It's a whole rabbit hole of just like all this crazy stuff. If you don't know what the Mandela effect is, it's where you thought for like the longest time that something was something else and then a bunch of other people agree with you but then you find out that that's not true like for example this is like the one that I cannot fathom like I just I can't grasp this concept but like the Bernstein Bears it's B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N. 
I might've spelled it wrong, but the E-I-N or I-E-N is what I remember. It's not Bernstein bears. It's Bernstein bears and it's S-T-A-I-N. I cannot like, it's Bernstein. It is not Bernstein. Bernstein bears? That just sounds so wrong. And like even looking at like the way that it's spelled is wrong. But there's a whole bunch of them. Like um, the really popular ones are like Pikachu. Does he have black on the end of his tail? Does Curious George have a tail? Um, the Fruit of the Loom, Fruit Loops, Captain or Captain Crunch. There's like a ton of different ones. If you have time, because it will take a time because you're going to go down that rabbit hole, look it up. It's crazy. I don't think that it's like a time warp or a, you know, two different time zones happening or, you know, a conspiracy or anything. I just think it's like mass people like being like certain things came out at the same time, like Jif peanut butter. A lot of people think it was Jiffy peanut butter, but then there's like Jiffy Pop, Jiffy Lube. It's competitor peanut butter with Skippy, like Jiffy and Skippy. But like, I don't know. I just think we're like all remembering it kind of wrong because of like the time that we saw it. But the one I can't get over is Bernstein Bears. It's Bernstein. It'll always be Bernstein to me. I refuse to say Bernstein. And I am going to take a white out is one, two. It's not white, W-H-I-T-E out. It's W-I-T-E out. Like what? No, it's white, like the color white. It's wild. But I went down a rabbit hole today with that. And I just have to like, like, I don't know. It's just been such a weird day. And my husband just texted me. So it's like 830 at the studio and my husband put the kids to bed and I just got a text from him. And the first two sentences was just went to check on the kids. Ramona was not in her bed. And immediately I'm like, Oh my God, like what happened? (laughs) Um, and then it says Ramona wandered back into our room, fell asleep and had an accident in our bed. She's six, almost seven. And she just like went into our room and peed on the bed. She's been up since 3 a.m. Like, just weird shit. I don't know. Tell me in the comments or whatever. Send me a message on Instagram of the weird shit that's been happening to you lately. My Instagram is Bridget.Koenig. But if you want to see just, like, stupid stuff I think is funny or just, like, personal things in my life, go follow me at only.if.we.com vibe so only if we vibe with periods in between (laughs) and I share I share dumb stuff like you're not going to learn anything from there but if you want to learn fitness nutrition that kind of thing go follow me at bridget.koenig so holy cow okay so oh my gosh okay so I'm not in a book slump But like this morning at 3 a.m., the kids were up. I put on a movie for them, but they just like did not want to watch it. 
so they're playing and I was like, okay, I'm going to stay awake a little bit and read my book. I am currently reading the, the, oh, wow. The rivals one. What is it called? The one about the typewriter. Oh my gosh. I'm going on my Goodreads right now. I'm reading that one and I can't divine rivals and I can't get into it. And I know everyone's obsessed with it. And like the sequel comes out soon or did it come out already? But I can't get into it. And I'm so sad because everyone is so obsessed with it. And like fourth wing, when everyone was obsessed with that one, I thought that the, you know, the hype was too high. Um, and I didn't want to read it. I'm not like a fantasy lover, but then everyone was also raving about this one and saying that if you're not really into fantasy, like it's easy to follow, but the writing in it is just so weird. Like it's poetic in a way, but like too literature I don't know how to explain it. I just, I don't vibe with the, the writing. But I'm going to read just a little bit more. I'm like on chapter 10 or something. They just started going back and forth. That's all I'm going to say. So if you've read it, you know what I'm talking about. But like, I don't know. I'm, I hate secrets. Sorry, I just heard something again in my headphones. I don't like when like, couples start off with like secrecy like and that's kind of like how this book is going so we'll see we'll see I'm gonna give it a few more chapters I'm only about 10% in so we'll see um the other book that I'm reading I'm almost done with it I have like 10 minutes left like my kindle says like 10 minutes left so I'm probably gonna finish that tonight actually it's called woke up like this by Amy Lee or Amy Leah and it's the same author that wrote uh, the the influencer series so x's and o's and uh set set on you i really liked set on you these are adult romance and they're part of the influencer series uh there's gonna be three books set on you x's and o's and the last one is like something about like good catch or something like that and influencer it's called the influencer series because set on you follows a curvy fitstagrammer and the second one x's and o's follows a bookstagrammer or a booktuber and they're so cute I really like them I don't think it's kind of hard to read about influencers because you're like that's not how it is that's not how it is But like to a person who's not on social media and who's not an influencer, you can't like it's easier to understand and just have fun with it and not pick it apart. I'm not someone that likes to pick apart books. I like to like basically, did I enjoy it? Yes or no. If I didn't enjoy it, then I didn't enjoy it. I'm not going to like pick it apart. Like, well, they said this one thing that wasn't very accurate. Like it's a book. It's supposed to be an escape. But Set on You is so cute. I loved it. They're spicy, but not crazy spicy, like a level two. 
three, depending on what your spice, you know, tolerance is. Um, but woke up like this by Amy Leah. This is an arc that I got from Kindle on Amazon. Like you can, they have like a early release thing that you can do. This one is a YA. I wouldn't even say this is YA. I would say that this is, um, I feel like this would be perfect for like a sophomore or junior in high school because it talks about senior prom, but it comes out October 1st. So in just a few days and it's really cute and it's by Amy Lee and Mindy Kaling does an introduction for it. So this book is very like, um, it's like if 13 going on 30 was mixed with never have I ever. And it's super cute. So if you have someone that is in, or if you just like reading books about like high school, like it's, there's no spice, like there's one kissing scene and it's very, very clean. Um, they talk about prom and basically this girl, she's a senior in high school. They're setting up prom her and her, like her rival. He's like, like, if you've watched never have I ever, like how Ben is to Davy, like how they have that like rivalry, like they're competing for different things in the school and like they don't get along and they like make fun of each other, but like secretly they like each other. That's how these two main characters are. And they uh, wake up and they are in the future. They're 30. So they skipped forward 13 years. And they find out that they're getting married to each other and they go through the couple days, they go through their bachelorette, bachelorette and bachelor party. They take photos and all this stuff. And then they wake up and they're seniors again. And it's so cute. But like I said, it's very young for me. Very, very young for me. Um, there's a, like the spice is a kiss. Like, oh my gosh, it's a kiss. Oh, so uh, it's, like I said, if I think it would be perfect. I think it would be really relatable for a sophomore or junior, maybe a senior in high school. I think it would be kind of cheesy for like a senior to read about like a senior thing. But like when you have a crush on a boy and you're like, oh my gosh, like, should I tell him this or should I not? Like, oh my gosh, what if we woke up and we were 30 and we were like getting married? Like, I think it would be cute for a cute romance for someone in high school but it's not bad. It's just, it's really young for me. It's very easy to read. Very cute. Very cute. But, um, I like have been watching so much YouTube, listening to so many podcasts, and I just haven't been like putting reading at the forefront, which is fine. I kind of go through these ebbs and flows, but I'm really excited to talk about the books that I read in September, because this is going to be the last recording podcast of September and the last uploaded. So some of the books that I read in September are, I only read one, one, two, I'm going to count two of them as part of November, or I'm sorry, September because I read them like the last few days of August and I hadn't, I didn't talk about August on here. So I'm going to include 
the last two I read, which I finished on the 29th and the 30th of August. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I read seven books. I read The Push by Audrey Audrain, <laughs> Ashley Audrain, which I talked about in the last podcast. So if you want to hear about that one, go to the last podcast. I'm not going to uh, talk about it again on here, but it explains, uh, it talks about mother-daughter relationships. It is a horror. If you've read The Perfect Child, it's very similar to that one. Then I read The Only One Left by Riley Sager. I rated this one a five-star. I loved this one. I thought it was so good. Um, This one is, it's called like a gothic horror, but it's about this woman. She's like in her seventies and she needs a caretaker for, because she can't take care of herself. She's had like strokes. She can't talk. She has like very minimal use of one of her hands that like she taps to communicate and that's it. Like she can't feed herself. She can't talk. She's very, it's kind of like immobilized, but she lives in this really creepy old house on the top of the hill that is overlooking the ocean. Like the waves are crashing like into the backyard, kind of like cliff on the ocean, just like you can see on the front cover. But this house is also the same house that she grew up in and that she was the only one left in the house after a murder massacre of her entire family so her entire family was killed and she was the only one left but she swears that she didn't do it so we kind of got a Bourdain kind of situation happening and it is so good I didn't see the twist at the end at all but I'm not someone who likes to guess the twists but it's just creepy. You're in this creepy house. There's like these weird like murders, like, and you're just trying to figure out, did she do it? Did she not do it? But it's so good. If you liked kind of like, I don't know how to, I don't want to explain too much, but it's really good. It's really, really good. If you want to read that one, then we have sister maiden monster by Lucy Snyder. This one, I think I talked about already too, but I think I talked about it in my first episode, maybe my second one. This one is crazy horror, extreme, extreme horror, lots of feminist commentary, lots of end of the world, apocalypse, zombies, like weird shit. The weirdest freaking book I've ever read in my entire freaking life, ever. There's a siren going by. Ooh. Um, so if you're into weird stuff, read it. If you are easily triggered by like uh church or religion, kind of like make it poking fun or like mm, don't read it, don't read it, don't read it. Okay. And then I read You're Not Supposed to Die Tonight by Kaylin Byron. And this book was so cute. It was like kind of stupid, but it was a, it's a YA horror and it's really cool. It's like this girl, I forgot her name. I read this one, a three star. It was like mid, a little over the mid. It was like, meh, it was fun. I read it in one night um, or one day. Yeah. In like a night. Cause it's 
it's really short and it's YA. So it's really easy to read, but this girl, she's working at a, like a haunted house attraction in the woods where you stay the night in this cabin or multiple cabins and there's like a full crew and cast and you basically you stay there and then people like try to kill you and there's like actors and she's one of the actors but she's also like the manager and she's a a high school senior and it's her last year working on this haunted attraction so things are happening but they did not plan this like people are actually getting hurt like you're not supposed to die it's supposed to be an attraction but things are happening so it's it's really cute it took a weird turn at the end and I didn't really quite like that like they could have chosen anything else really but it was good it was good it was entertaining I enjoyed it it was you know it was good it was good um then I read Pumpkin Heads, a graphic novel by Rainbow Rowell. Rowell? Rowell? I rated that one five stars. I read that one in a night too while I was putting the kids to bed. It's a graphic novel. Super, super cute. Like all of the fall vibes. I lent it to my mom so she can read it during her camping trip. The artwork is just so cute. In the front, there's like a whole map of the pumpkin patch that they, that these friends work at and it's their last year this is also a high school senior book they're about to go to college they're working their last uh halloween season at this pumpkin patch there are (laughs) it's really funny there's um our main character is bisexual we have oh my gosh there's succotash there's pies there's pumpkin bombs which is like a piece of pumpkin pie frozen dipped in chocolate covered with like it's like this huge pumpkin bomb of like goodness there's kettle corn there's a corn maze there's a petting zoo there's so many cute things that just happen there's s'mores there's a fire pit it's just like all the fall vibes if you want something that's just short sweet fall vibes get you in the like oh this is so fun like I love fall time this is the book for you and it's graphic novel so it's really quick and easy to read and the artwork is just so cute highly recommend then we have Rouge by Mona Awad I talked about this one too in the last podcast I rated this one five stars I settled on five stars because I cannot stop thinking about it and I thought it was amazing If you've ever read anything by Mona Awad, her books are very fever dream. Like you kind of feel like you're on drugs when you read them and in the best way possible though. I was quite confused a lot of the time, but at the same time, I knew what was going on and it's about, it's a mother-daughter relationship again, about generational kind of thought processes. I'm not going to say trauma, but like generational thought processes on what beauty is, what you need to do in order to survive and be beautiful. And it's like a really creepy, like there's just, there's a creepy house. There's creepy creatures. There's a creepy guy. The girl is creepy. There's mannequins. It is horror, but it's like body horror, not like slasher killer kind of horror. 
and very psychological. So very good. Um, makes you kind of second guess some things that you're doing in your life, you know, like how much of my time am I like, what am I willing to give up for beauty? So that one's really good. It did take me a long time to get through, but I, I think all of it was necessary to set the mood and just really get really into, into the book. The next one is tender is the flesh, but tender is the flesh by Augustina Pasterica. And this book, I rated five stars as well. I can't stop thinking about it. It is disgusting, disturbing, and I loved every second of it. <laughs> so I talked about this one in the last podcast as well, but basically tenders the flesh uh, is making you think about consumerism and how we kind of dehumanize people in order to make money to, um, Oh, oh, I can't even, there's like, basically the government says like all animals carry this disease. We need to kill them all. We can't eat them because we'll get sick. So, but you have to eat meat because you need it in order to survive. So they start harvesting humans, but like it's legal. So they start like, I'm trying not to say too much. Basically, everything that happens to animals today, kigs, oh my gosh, cows, pigs, chickens, they're doing to humans. So, for example, they are cutting out their vocal cords. Um, They artificially inseminate. They have a stud that's castrated to, like, prime the women uh, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. The butchering process is the same as the animals, and it just really makes you think about as a plant-based eater, as you know, I don't eat meat and I don't participate in eating animals in any way. It really like made me happy with my choice, is all I'm saying. But there's so many more themes to this, like not only like don't eat meat, but yeah, it's just, it's a good one. If you can stomach it, if you can stomach eating a human <laughs> in great detail and the killing of um, animals, well, not animals, but humans for food, then uh, yeah, definitely pick this one up. And if you're kind of questioning, just pick it up, just pick it up. It's a short one. It's less, it's like exactly 200 pages. Oh man, it's so good. So those are the seven books I read in September. The next podcast, I'm going to do a TBR for October, which I'm really excited about because Haley Hughes, one of my favorite booktubers in the horror realm, she's doing a happy Haley ween. So I'm going to be following some of her prompts. I have a good stack of books and I believe that a lot of the books I already have fit in them. And she did a really good job at choosing prompts that are very accessible so that they're not like um, hard for most people to get books. Like most of them you probably already have on your shelf or that you can get from like a local library easily or on like Kindle Unlimited for sure. Oh, speaking of spooky stuff, only murders in the building, the next 
next episode came out on Tuesday and we watched it yesterday. And it is just taking so many twists and turns. This season, they are doing such a good job at making you so confused and second guessing like who who killed Ben. <laughs> and oh, I'm loving it. I think there's like one or two more episodes when we were watching it, we thought that this was going to be the last episode. And then of course they have to leave it on a cliffhanger and Selena Gomez in that wedding dress. She is a bouncy and I am here for it. If you know, you know, coming out of the Arconia, me and my husband both looked at each other and we were like, damn. So if you're questioning it, go watch only murders in the building. It comes out every Tuesday on Hulu, but the whole series or the whole season should be almost out. I think the last episode comes out on Tuesday and I'm so, so, so excited to watch that. Oh, but I, I, I honestly don't know. It could be, I don't know. I I honestly don't know. I think they're going to throw another twist at us. I think they're going to throw another twist, (laughs) but let's talk about some like new release stuff that I'm excited about. Um, Buff Bunny Collection is a fitness clothing brand that I have been like a fan of since day one. I'm wearing the leggings from them right now. Um, I usually have like one, at least one thing from them on my body at all times. And I love that brand so much, but they did a collaboration with Kara Corey, which I'm so happy for because I have been wanting her to come out with her own collection with them for so long. I think her style is so cool and she's very dark and moody. And every year Buff Bunny comes out with a Halloween collection. This year they paired Kara for that Halloween collection, which I think is so perfect for her and just so cool. This collection is called the Seven Deadly Sins and each color is like named after like lust. Uh, I don't, oh my gosh, I don't know the names of the colors and stuff, but they're all named after like different deadly sins. And it's so cool. They're coming out with a jean jacket which I am so excited. I need them to deliver it to somebody because I've been watching all the YouTube's reviews and unboxings and things. And I need to see this jean jacket because I would love to have an outerwear piece from Buff Bunny. I just, their stuff is so good, but I'm really excited about that one. And that releases next weekend on the 7th, I think. But anyway, that's, what I'm really excited about right now. They have running pants and a running bra with an adjustable like strap along the back. And that is like my number one set that I'm going to get because it's beautiful and running stuff tends to be better for kickboxing. Like it's made for better. What do you call it? Like more intensity. Like it's not going to fall down or shift or pill or anything like that. So I'm really excited about that one. They joke around and call it the pocket, pocket, pocket leggings because there's a whole bunch of pockets in the back for like goose, which if you're a runner, goose um, are really important for like intra-workout nutrition. If you're interested in goose or want to more, know more information, go follow my husband. He's a hammer nutrition athlete. 
uh, Eric Koenig. <laughs> I post about him all the time. So just go to my Instagram, find a picture of him, find the tag and follow him. If you have any questions, ask him. He is a master at intra workout, specifically endurance sports and running nutrition. So go talk to him about that. For lifestyle nutrition though, talk to me. I got you. You want to lose weight? I got you. You want to gain muscle? I got you. You want to stay the same, but eat a little bit healthier? I got you. So go ahead and head over. You can apply for one-on-one nutrition coaching with me. And we have seen great results with the people that I'm working with now. On average, it's about a pound a week weight loss. And it has been so steady with the clients that I have now. Your goal doesn't have to be weight loss. That's just what is really common when people seek out nutrition advice is usually weight loss. So, um, I love it. I think it's so fun. Um, so, oh man, speaking of workouts and like endurance and things, I tried swimming again for the first time in like two years. (laughs) One of my friends invited me and it was so fun. I had such a good time. We did a lot of kickboarding and talking. (laughs) I did like, I don't even know how to count. I didn't grow up swimming or I studied it anyway, or like train for swimming for anything really. But is it yards or meters? Is it like 25 across? So a hundred yards or meters. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I did like four laps, like boom, one, two, three, four. And I was like dying, 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 dying. I was like, just trying to breathe. (laughs) I felt so like out of shape. Swimming is so humbling. Swimming is so humbling. If you think that you're fit, go swim. First of all, this is what I want to talk about too. Okay. So first of all, you're like, you can't breathe underwater, right? So you have to regulate your breathing. Second of all, you're like basically naked, which is like really uncomfortable for a lot of people. Two, you have on these crazy looking goggles. Three, you have, this is four, three, you have to like wear a swim cap. Well, most people have to wear a swim cap unless you're like bald or you just don't care to get hair in your eyes. My hair is at like a weird length where it like gets right in my eyeballs if I sweat too much and don't have it up. So imagine swimming without a swim cap on. I'd be like, like being like suffocated and hit in the face with my hair. What little hair I have. This is not mine, by the way, if you're watching on YouTube, um, go watch another video on that. (laughs) But yeah, I wear wigs. So So you're just like, you look like this alien, like this naked alien and you can't wear makeup. (laughs) So like you look like a panda without its, like a raccoon without his mask on, have goggles, swim cap, and you're naked. And it's really uncomfortable for a lot of people, including me. And (laughs) so this is actually what I wanted to talk about because I was talking to my husband the other day. And I was like, I think I get why girls are so attracted to weightlifting or like bodybuilding. It's because you can look hella fucking cute when you're weightlifting. 
like when I weightlift, for example, like even when I'm really pushing myself, like the most I'll sweat is like, I don't know, like a couple drops that I can just like towel off. Like my hair is not soaking wet. I can wear makeup. I can have my nails done. I can wear like a super cute outfit that I don't have to worry too much about shifting, like it running even like you have to wear like clothes that are you know, made for running. You can't just wear like a baggy shirt. Like I'm, I mean, you can, but it's going to be shifting. You're going to chafe. Like it's not as cute, but when you go like inside to a gym, you can wear like bright white sneakers, some really cute leggings or shorts that like go up your butt crack, which I'm a fan of. First of all, I'm not making fun of that, but like running in that, like you can't run in that. You can't swim with cute hair, you can't go somewhere right after you swim, but if you're weightlifting, like you can go on your lunch break and just like be normal, like towel off in between sets. And it doesn't take up that much time, like 30 minutes a day. Like you can get a ripped body swimming, kickboxing, running all takes like a really long time. Like you have to do, you know, like an hour workout. And you don't have to do that with weightlifting. And I think like a lot of women are drawn to weightlifting because you don't have like, you're, it's just normal. Like, yeah, you have to work hard. I'm not saying it's easy, but you can look hella freaking cute. Kickboxing, you can't have nails. You can't wear jewelry. Jiu-jitsu is like extremely humbling for somebody who likes to look cute. You can't have makeup, hair, nails, any jewelry on. You're wearing this like big baggy gi like you can't wear a hat and uh it's yeah I think that's why a lot of women are really drawn to weightlifting in my classes even like you get hella sweaty or at least I do whenever I do my classes here like kickboxing or boot camp like it's 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 more intense I'm not saying weightlifting is not intense and bodybuilding is not intense but it's like you know you do a few sets like 12 repetitions of something, maybe another 12 if you're doing a superset and then you rest and then you go back in and then you rest. And yeah, your heart rate's going to get up a little bit, but you're not like dripping, like so out of breath. Like it's not cardio, right? Like, I don't know. I just think that's like so interesting. And again, like on Instagram, for example, like that's why you see so many girls in the gym, like, weightlifting because it's cute it's photogenic if I were to like post a picture of me in my swimsuit like going for like an actual swim like people would be like like or like you know like it wouldn't get as many likes if uh I only posted like you know I don't know like it's just and I know it's not all about likes that's not what I'm saying but like people don't want to see an a-, a naked alien like people want to see like these cute outfits makeup done hair done you know like an actual finished product not just like a wet naked alien but anyway I just thought that was really funny and like something to kind of think about because w- women are like really pushed to go to the gym go to the gym go to the gym go to the gym, to the gym which is you should go to the gym. You should, or you don't even have to go to the gym. You can just walk around, but, or do something at your house. But like, because it looks cute, it's hella cute. And I miss that. And I miss being cute. 
<sighs> but I always choose sports that are make making me feel not so cute. But I do feel badass, which is really important. Sure. Leading into my next thing, I haven't been feeling so badass lately. I've been feeling quite blah. Very blah, blah, blah. I have been working with a therapist from BetterHelp. This isn't sponsored by BetterHelp. I wish it was. Oh, and I looked to see like how I can get sponsored by BetterHelp. And there's like a lot of controversy. Like a lot of controversy with BetterHelp. I've used BetterHelp for like years on and off. Like I'll see a therapist for like three or four months and then I'll stop for a little bit. And then when I feel like I need to go back, I'll go back to BetterHelp. And I haven't had any issues with it at all. I did one time, like I didn't quite click with a therapist, but then I just requested a new one and got a new one and it was fine. But I don't know why people are hating on BetterHelp so bad. Like maybe they had a bad experience, but I really like it. And I love my therapist. Tanya is the real MVP. You know, she listens to me and she, she helps me with things and she's helped me so much these like last, um, you know, a few months that I don't know what to do with myself because I have finally gotten my anxiety under control and I have been in this like survival high anxiety mode for so long that I like don't know what to fill my time with. Like I'm in this like sense of like calm, which I've never really felt before, like for such a long period. Like it usually lasts, I don't know, half a day and then something like worries me, but I've just been like living and not like worrying. And I'm like, I'm kind of motivated to do some stuff now, but like the last couple weeks, like I've just been like not wanting to do anything and I have, I'm a really bad procrastinator or like I can be, or I was, cause I'm not anymore. I'm not going to talk like that. I used to procrastinate, but I don't anymore because I would like thrive on that adrenaline and the anxiety of like not being able to get it done. Like anxiety and adrenaline was what motivated me to get something done. Like, you know, when like someone's about to come over to your house in 10 minutes and your house is a mess. And then all of a sudden you're like the fastest cleaner and you like get your house cleaned so well in like the 10 minutes before someone comes over, but you had all week to clean and like you couldn't keep it clean. That's kind of like how I feel like with anything procrastinating. Like I need, I need someone to come over in 10 minutes in order for me to get anything done, you know? And I'm not, I'm not feeling that. And it's so weird. I just feel so like not me, but also the most me I've ever felt. And it's quite strange. So let me know if you've ever felt that way or like, I don't know. Like I was joking with her and I was like with my therapist and I was like, is this how normal people feel? And she was like laughing at me. Like, what do you think? Like, what's normal? Like, what do you think normal is? I was like, that's not what I mean. I just mean like people who aren't like constantly in fight mode because that's my, you know, I'm, I'm a fighter. I fight. <laughs> Um, or I just ignore, I do the fawn thing where you just kind of freeze up and don't do anything. <laughs> so I'm either, either staying still, deer in headlights, or I'm fighting. And I have just been kind of like thinking things through logically. <laughs> 
and not letting my intrusive thoughts like take over. Uh, so that's been, that's been really, really, really nice. So I forgot where I was going with this, but anyway, mental health is super, super important. So I'm very grateful and I'm really happy to kind of like learn how to navigate life without using anxiety and adrenaline to kind of push me to do things and just kind of like do them because I want to do them. So it's like a whole new world. A whole new world. Okay, that's cringy. Okay, I am going to stop the podcast here. Next podcast, I'm going to be talking about my October TBR, talking about what else? Oh, I'm going to watch Delicate, the second episode today or not, probably not tonight, but before the next podcast. So I'll probably, I'm most likely going to be talking about that. So if you've been watching Delicate, American Horror Story Delicate, I don't even know what season this is, like 10, 11. If you're into it, tune in for the next podcast because I'm definitely going to be talking about it. Let me know if you're watching it and I will see you next time. Have a great one.